about is she, is she kind of cool yeah her? you know our format i, I think i talked Vaguely, about it yeah. yeah i told her about the pitch thing i don't know if she if she brought she oh, refused i have a lot of ideas <laughs> okay. of what i'm gonna do and i might disrupt this podcast because <laughs> oh i'm fucking civilly disobedient <laughs> <laughs> okay my whole goal is just make mary like cry laughing welcome to in a world podcast where we talk about flop films and we try to fix it because we're doing the Lord's work, really. If you think about it, you could say stuff. Oh, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not that type of host where I, I thought you were. I know. I mean, I thought you were going to intro me at least. Well, I'll intro Jesus you, Christ. but you can like talk to me <laughs> while what we're I talking. To do okay, <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, welcome uh, to this podcast. I am your host, Mary Wynn. I don't think I ever introduced myself in the last two podcast oh, that's true actually <laughs> <laughs> no one knows who you are um anyways welcome and welcome to my guests for today who i don't i'm kind of afraid i'm kind of afraid how she's gonna react in this whole podcast because she's exclaimed certain things before we started recording anyways our <laughs> guest today is kaylee follett the very funny improviser stand-up comedian thank you <laughs> Happy to be here. Now you're all dis like you're obedient. Yeah, now I'm now like I'm gonna be all nice and proper. <laughs> I'll be good. I'll be a good guest. This good, is even scarier. Adam. Yeah, it's really crazy. I'll be a good guest, Mary. Oh God. Okay, so let's talk about the movie that I forced you to watch. Not really forced. No, you it's one of my favorite movies yeah. ever. Um, Practical Magic. God, it's so good. <laughs> so good. It came out in 1998. Beautiful. And um, this is like one of the first films that I actually watched before doing this episode. Yeah, like it was like you watched it. We've talked about this a lot. Yes. This yeah, movie. Yeah. And I was, well, I was shocked that to find out that it was a bomb film. Uh, same. But after we were watching it, I kind of figured out why. Okay, first of all, shut your dirty mouth. Second of all, I totally understand what you're talking about. <laughs> and it made me so mad. I was watching, I was like, God damn it, I love this movie, but I see what's wrong. Okay, let's get into like the nitty gritties of this film. Um, so the budget was $75 million. Shocking, right? Can I have a comparison of like what other movies? Anytime anyone's like, this movie costs this much money, I'm like, Cool, those are just numbers. But, like, what else cost $75 million and it was, like, good? Uh, oh, I don't I'm know. I'm going to put you on the spot. You have a movie podcast. <laughs> I only do bad movies. Or not even bad. Like, just, like, didn't do well in the po- uh, box office. Adam with the phone. Okay, so. Um, all right, so top 50 movies of 1998. Just to start with there. The Thin Red Line. The Truman Show. Saving Private Ryan. Uh-huh. Uh, saving... <laughs> It's going to take Saving Private Ryan every day. <laughs> yeah, so let's take Sa- Saving Private Ryan. But I feel like that's a very expensive film. But, like, because it was, like, huge stars. Well, okay. How much was... How much was... 75. Okay. 7 mil. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan's budget was 70 million. Are what? you kidding me? Fuck! Are you okay? Okay. 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 
this movie has it all. I just want to. I just want to point out real quick. This movie's fucking great. Wait, wait. Okay. So before you get into your rant, um, I have, I have many. to. I have to talk about the box office. Oh my god. And the box office was. Sixty-eight million dollars. Okay. Which is a, it's a pretty close. Okay, so that's pretty. That's close. like one of our closer ones. That's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Though I did hear something recently, so that doesn't take into account to. It's not Publis, publicity. Well, stuff? apparently that only include that includes total sales. Uh huh. So theaters take half of sales. Oh. So even when they say they make a billion dollars, the studio only sees five hundred million uh. of that. Unless they oh. work out some some type of thing, okay. So it's all like oh. fake bullshit when that when that type of stuff comes out. Ooh. By the way, also isn't it like if you? Sorry, I know you guys can cut me up. Um, but isn't it also like when it says the budget, it doesn't include like Publicity. all the promotion no. stuff. Right. So right. it like could be in theory a fuck ton more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it could given be the star power. Yeah. Oh God, I can't. Okay, I can't you do your thing, okay. Mary. I'm sorry. Okay, so it was directed by Griffin Dunn, um, who was is like more of an actor because I was looking at his. I don't like. Okay, so he directed Addicted to Love in 1997, um, which was Meg Ryan, uh, Matthew Broderick. Ooh, wait, I don't like Matt. Okay. I don't like Matthew Broderick. Um, we're gonna move on because he's. I'm sorry. This episode's not about him. Okay. I have opinions on everything, Mary. <laughs> um, and then so like, and he didn't really direct anything until 2000, uh, 2000, and um, his movie then was Lisa Picard is famous, which is a meta uh, dramedy with celebs playing themselves, and one of those celebs is Sandra Bullock. So he became friends with her after that movie. Sandy's pretty good. Okay, speaking of Sandy, spoiler, she is in this film. Um, she is one of two leads. Um, it's Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Sandra, in 1994, she did Speed, which put her kind of, I think that one pretty yeah, much that's, put that's her like on the map. Yeah, that's kind of their big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then after, uh, during 1998, Hope Floats came out. And then 1999, Forces of Nature, the Ben Affleck rom-com came out. I'm sorry, you haven't mentioned while oh, no. you were sleeping. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Mary, when did that one come out? That should be on your list. I don't know. I was How just looking at... I'm trying. That should be on your list. It should be on your goddamn list, Mary. Kaylee! You forgot to mention The Net. The Net? Oh, That's yeah. That's another one yeah. you should do, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so... I'm sorry, Kaylee. I don't have your your okay. movie I'm on my list. Out soon. <laughs> well, this will keep you here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicole Kidman's credits. Um, Days of Thunder, which was the huge movie that she met Tom Cruise on. And like, yeah, it was, sad times. Yes, uh, 1990. That's when she became huge in America because of that film. Um, and then Batman Forever, 1995. And then, oh, yeah. hell yeah. The list, uh, for the listener, uh, Kaylee was throwing out devil signs because <laughs> she was really into that. Sh- that that's, yeah. a, that's the best Batman. <laughs> not even Batman Returns? Wait. Or no, not ba- which one? Batman, the, ba- the, oh, no, the wait, Catwoman? I do, wait, I like. A ba- that's Batman Returns. Yeah. I like okay. Batman Returns. Okay. Danny wait. DeVito. Hell yeah, yes. never mind. The yeah. the I take back my devil signs and yeah. then put them on <laughs> Batman Returns. <laughs> okay. It's okay. been noted. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, 1999, Eyes Wide Shut, the film that 
not very many people see, but they always reference for some reason. Okay, so getting into Practical Magic, which was based on a novel which came out in 1995, interestingly enough. Interesting. Speaking wow. of 1995, While You Were Sleeping came out in 1995. Okay. Mary. Okay. Lock that in. And hey, Adam, was that movie a flop? Okay, so we open on more than 200 years prior to the, the uh, current storyline on a young woman in a noose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's surprisingly calm. Yes. Um, because she knows how to get out of this shit. And I was like, I'm with you. Yeah. Because spoiler alert. Oh, wait, we had we usually do this, but uh, stop right now. If you want to watch the film, it is not on any streaming platforms right now. Um, And you can't buy it on Amazon. No. And yeah, it's like strangely. You can only get it on YouTube. Yeah. And so you stop right now. Watch it so you can follow along unless you are okay with spoiler alerts. Or you've already seen it because it's one of the best movies ever made in cinematic history because I get that. Uh, Well, that said, considering it's so Good. Uh, uh, did you guys have any pitches you wanted to start oh, off yes, with? Oh, yes, yes. Sorry. I'm, like, forgetting my whole, like, format. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's Kaylee. She's scaring me. <laughs> She's just sitting here <laughs> silently chatting. This is so funny. Judging me. Okay, so my pitch for this film is freaking choose a tone. <laughs> like, I just felt like this whole film, like, was grappling with what kind of tone they were trying to, like, figure out. And so I chose for them. I would like to see a horror version of this film. Mm. Yes. Mm. You really don't like that idea. It's a judgmental face (sighs) for the listener. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want my pitch? Yes, please. Make it two hours longer and continue doing what you're great at. Oh, my God, Kaylee. I want this. It's currently, it currently stands at... One hour and 44 minutes and a handful of seconds. Uh-huh. I want it at three hours, 44 minutes, and a little bit more of a handful of seconds. Because I just I just love that every five minutes, it switches what it wants. Because it always keeps me on my toes. You know? It's like a real fun relationship. If it's not boring, I can never guess what's going to happen next. Which I like. I hate you, Kaylee. <laughs> you do not. You knew I love this movie. I, it is my fault uh, for like inviting you to a movie and choosing the movie for you. Yeah. Because I knew you had a personal oh, relationship God, to it. So okay, let's get into the film. Okay, so rewind. We start off 200 years earlier than the storyline in colonial Massachusetts. Is it? What is it? Where is it? Where uh, are we? Someplace with green hills and water. Yes. So we're and seagulls. Yeah. So I think they talk about how they're on an island as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're de- no, well, she, okay. <laughs> wow, you did not pay attention. Okay, so she was she was not on the island before. Oh. And then she was banished to the island. Yes, I did Jeez write that down on the notes. Okay, so there's a woman who is being blamed for everything that's gone terribly in yeah. this little colonial uh, settlement and including husbands leading astray. Yeah, that was a little uh, thrown in there for, in my, I mean, okay, first of all, uh, before I give any criticism ever, let me remind you that I love this movie so much. <laughs> but um, it was thrown in there unnecessarily, unnecessarily uh-huh. in my opinion, because it's like, okay, she can just be a witch. She doesn't have to go stealing everyone's husbands, but yeah. I guess that's why everyone wanted her dead. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, and then so she's like in a noose. She's about to be hanged as witches di- were at yep. that time. And also, spoiler alert, she is a witch. If you can t- not tell from the title of the film. I love how you keep saying spoiler alert I before know, everything you're, you say. You're making me nervous. Why I don't make you nervous. No, you say that all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's fine. Becca. It's fine. Yeah. Trying to blame shit on me. <laughs> okay. So she's in the noose. She is like saying Wait, stuff. hey, Mary. If you if you need me to be a buffer between you and Kaylee, let me know. Yeah, I'll, that's why I'll, as a I'll producer, that's what, that's where. Okay, yeah, please. Okay, I'll, I'll blink to you, Adam. Adam. <laughs> I can't do much. I'll scratch him. Like, cause it's the dynamic. Cause I'm scared of her too. <laughs> yeah, but and we have practice on Sunday, <laughs> and I think he'll be a free. <laughs> I have to go to her house. <laughs> yeah, I can only do so much. <laughs> Oh my god, Adam, why? Um, okay, so she is like, she's about to be hanged. Mm. And then all of a sudden, like this gust of wind, magical wind hits. I love magical wind. And then she jumps off and then like the rope snaps. And she's mm-hmm. just standing there in front of like all these colonial yokels. I loved, she was like, she like, it was like slow motion of her landing on the ground, slow uh-huh. motion of her coming out of the jump or out of the landing. And she just stood there and she was like, fuck yeah, bitches. And then just like ran away. But then yes. they like caught her. Yeah. And then she gets sequestered or she gets exiled to this island as you foretold. I'm just wondering, like they could have stabbed her. They yeah. could have like gotten rid of her. Yeah, they could have. But they were just like, put her on an island. There is, and she's magical too. Yeah. Yeah, what was oh. uh, um so her name and like her name is Maria. We should speak of her name. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean um, she's a fictional character who's in the movie for literally five minutes. Well, she's like harkened back to throughout the film. Um so she is um so she's banished to the island and for some reason she has a lover as well who promised to save her from this island. I think it was one of the many men that apparently she had interested in her but she really only loved one of them Mm -hmm. yeah and then she becomes pregnant and she's Mm -hmm. alone and she's crying and in her wailings she curses Mm -hmm. herself yeah to never love again yes which is basically cursing all the men that will dare love an owens woman yes Yes. which is her last they will all die with the sound of a cicada no it's a beetle yeah the sound of a beetle you're getting ahead of your. Friend. I'm sorry that he said that at the beginning. So, uh, fast forward to like not really the present day. It's just more of like so. Okay. Oh yeah. This is kind of like, confusing. This is confusing. Yeah. So they fast forward kind of to when the main two characters are children. Yeah. I would do like if we're gonna do time, I would do like probably like the early, late seventies, early eighties. Yes. Time jump. Yes. Because then this was ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay, so we fast forward yes. to nineteen seventy nine. Yes. And this whole time as Maria's like plight is happening, it's like a voiceover with the ants who Oh yeah. Yes. So like throughout the whole movie the ants are the ones who are telling this voiceover story about Maria's issues. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so she there's a lot of voiceovers in there's this. There's so many voiceovers. It's it's insane. Um so they like kind of they tell the um and then oh shit, we didn't even like we're there's fast no forwarding. way to fat to get to everything in this movie. I know. It okay, so like they are also talking about how the two main characters father died because of the death watch beetle because he was cursed yes 
And then the the two main characters as children are asking what what also happened to their mom. And she died of a broken heart. Mm-hmm. And then those two main characters went to go live with their aunts yes. who are witches. Yes. And they are pro-witches and they're really fun because they're like, eat candy, don't brush your teeth, don't do school homework. Yes. So like a dream come true. But also they're like the pariahs of the city. Um, yeah, or the witches. Okay, township. can we? This happened, I think, early enough in the film for us to talk about the song. Oh yeah, the witch, witch. You're yes. a witch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me set the scene. So the okay. children are playing, and they're they have two different personalities. We have Sally, who's the brown-haired, kind of like mousy-looking, adorable child, and then there's the redhead, who's kind of saucy. She has like what's her name, Mary Gilly. Thank you. Okay. I'm just saying, if we're going to say names. Uh, Gilly has, like, kind of, like, this, like, sheer jacket over her, like, tank top and, like, skirt. She, like, looks fun to be around, if I'm going to say anything. Um, And so the... uh, the local children, if you will. They start as children. They're all like, witch, witch, you're mm-hmm. a witch. And they point to the girls and they refuse to be their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just find it. I feel like if you're going to taunt someone, like, don't just say what they are. Yeah. Like, if someone just pointing at me and they were like, you're a girl. I'd be like, cool. <laughs> like, I feel like. Like, get a little more nuanced. You know, if you're going to bully, be a better bully. I guess this is what I'm like saying. 1980s. If you will, I'm pretty sure they are not going to be nuanced beyond that. Wow. A little shade at 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they were boring. They didn't know shit. Yes. Yeah, yes, you're they saying did. they don't know how to be nuanced in the 1980s. I'm just saying, which, which, you're which, uncreative. And they were children as well. Ugh. <laughs> so, okay. So... Uh, there's this part where um, the ants are trying to teach them how to do witchcraft, and Sally's like a born natural, oh, yeah, she and is. Gilly's just like they're having fun eating chocolate, you know? No, Gilly's really jealous. Yeah. Because she's like, I want to be good at magic. And yeah. he's like, too bad. You suck at it. Mm-hmm. And then there's a knock on the door, and there's a woman, basically, that's mm-hmm. like shaking because she's... She needs this. She's hysterical. She uh, she needs something from the ants. And the children are, like, kind of spying on the this, like, kind of meeting between the two, the mm-hmm. an- witch ants and um, this woman who is asking them to bewitch her lover. Not lover. Not lover. Sorry. Who is married. Mm-hmm. And she just wants him, she needs him to leave his wife as yeah. soon as possible. And she looks crazy. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, can I note that, so when the kids were practicing their magic, mm-hmm. they were, like, eating chocolate. So they got chocolate all over their face, which makes sense. Because, like, if you're a kid, that's where you put chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when the scene with the, with, like, them spying from the stairs happens with the, like, lady who came into like, you know, buy someone's love. Um, they still have chocolate on their face. And it's like, dude, have you heard of a napkin? Like, or like lick it off your face. It's like right around their, it's right around their mouth. And it's just like drove me insane because I was like, this is clearly not just like they had to run away and then they had to like come downstairs. Like this is at least like a 30 minute later situation and they still have chocolate on their goddamn faces. <laughs> this is your beef with the film? Yes. <laughs> 
It's like such a classic trope in film. I hate it. Like, that's, that's wipe like it a, off. That's like making them in, like endearing. Yes. They're not going to have... No kid has chocolate on their face for that long, okay? You lick it. It's like on their lips. They're going to lick that shit off. You think they're, you think they're going to let chocolate go to waste? I don't think so. And that's what's happening right there. Anyways, you can continue with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just saying. I'm going to limit your derailments. <laughs> that's bullshit. In the next... Um, I'm talking about the movie. This is what happened. Okay, so um, they're watching and like... So the, one ant grabs a pigeon... Had a pigeon and a needle. So the way to infect a man to leave their wife for you is to stab it in the heart. Yes. So she does it without even thinking. Like she do, do, doesn't have a beat. She doesn't feel bad for this no. poor pigeon. She kills it. Uh, yeah. And obviously, uh, Sally, the sensible one, is horrified. She was like, I never want to be in love. This is scary. And uh, Gilly was like, I can't wait to be in love. It was scary. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> You're saving your derailments, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, after this like desperate scene, um, they the Sally goes into like the witch's like uh, I don't know like herb room. I think it's basically. like their garden. Yeah, like their uh, run of the mill witch garden. Yeah, like we all have one. Um, so she's like starting to do the spell to uh to create an impossible man, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. one. Like, one of the traits is that one is green and one is Mm -hmm. blue-eyed. And he can ride a horse backwards. Mm -hmm. And he loves the shape of a star or Mm -hmm. something. And he can flip pancakes really well. Yeah. But these are... Hot. Hot. (laughs) Remember these traits, people. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Um, He's an impossible man, really. Um, I'll never fall in love. So she, the reason why she creates this impossible man is so that it never happens. And then we fast forward to um, their teen years, mm-hmm. I guess. They're, so Sandra Bullock and uh, Nicole Kidman enter the film. Yes, as their teen selves. And uh, like uh, Sally is kind of still dowdy. She has like the glasses and the braid. Dowdy, she's gorgeous. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So like, did you feel attacked? <laughs> yes, she- I did. I was like, I wore glasses <laughs> for a long time. I'm not dowdy. You she's bitch. still. She's the main character. I know, and she's gorgeous. <laughs> okay, and then we have Nicole Kidman, who like is fun, is running away with her boyfriend, who's a marine or something. I don't know. Huh? I think she said something about, like, he's a Marine or something. I think they were moving somewhere. Um, And then, so she's, like, saying, I hate it here. Like, people, they're ostracized. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows them as the witch. And here's my beef with this part. They don't really establish this world in which there are such things as witches. You know what I mean? Like, I Um, didn't. What? I didn't, like, buy that, like, everybody believed that they were witches on this island. You know? It was just, like, super wedged in there as a hardship for them. Yeah, they kind of, like, they couldn't decide if everyone knew they were witches or if everyone thought they were witches, so then they hated them. Yeah. Or if everyone was just, like, they're just weird. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, or eccentric ants that live in, like, a a big hill on the hill, uh, like, a big house on the hill kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, okay. So uh, Gilly's like, I want to run away. They don't want to, uh, she wants to be in a place where nobody knows her and stuff, which makes sense. Like, that's yeah. a. I feel you, Gilly. <laughs> I moved to LA. For a reason. <laughs> You're, are you insinuating something? Shut up, Mary. <laughs> so, uh, they, um, and they do this blood oath as sisters. Yeah. Naturally. So, uh, Gilly cuts her hand. Sally cuts hers. And they Gilly hold- cuts Sally's hand. Oh, sorry. Which to me was important because I was like, Sally clearly doesn't want to do this. And you're cutting her. <laughs> and then pressing your hands together. There's your first sign of horror. Oh. Yeah, right? Oh. Or is it the sign of sisterhood and eternal bond? They're already sisters. Why would they share? They already share blood. Because <laughs> now they can share a little bit more. <laughs> God. And then they chant, uh, your blood, my blood, our blood. See? Okay. Sisterhood. Okay, we cut to uh, Sally, who's... Uh, I don't... Again, like I don't know how much time passes between these scenes. Like, um, I guess Sally and the It had been uh, several months. Yes. And I know that based on the postcards... Oh, yes. That Gilly was sending. Yes. Uh, so Sally and the ants are picking up mail from their local post office. And um, they find out that uh, Gilly has moved on to another man. And she's in a different spot. And she's living her life. And Sally's being all judgmental. <laughs> she's basically saying, she goes through all these men like water. I mean, to be fair, she's not wrong. Yeah. Gilly was finding them. <laughs> And then, so they're walking through, and there's, like, this magical chime, and, like, this, mm-hmm. like, wind mm-hmm. blows through the trees, and, like, the leaves falls down and stuff, and, um... A good wind. Um, and then, like, one of the ants, like, notices it, and was like, oh, there's magic afoot. And there was, apparently, magic afoot, because Sally walks by a, uh, a fruit guy, mm-hmm. which I didn't... You don't really know his name until later, <laughs> Like yeah, really much later. Yeah, um, who's important in her life because she instantly has like chemistry between her and him. Their eyes lock. Yes. Um, and then she goes home in gardens. And, yeah. And the I mean, ants. Duh. Yeah. And then the ants are like playing, and they like are talking amongst themselves as if they had planned something. Yeah. Or schemed something. Mm-hmm. And they're watching her. Yeah. They're like she's gardening still. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the clock strikes. And then she, Sally gets up mm-hmm. in a trance. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's no longer dowdy. She mm. is gorgeous. Oh, God. <sighs> Kaylee. Okay, Mary. I get it. I get it. Okay? I get it. She's no longer has the glasses. Her hair is long. I fucking get it. I cut she my has, hair. I get it. She has, like, <laughs> shorts on. Yeah, I know and, I don't wear shorts, Mary. Oh, and there was a key part. Before that, when she was locking eyes with the fruit guy, she trips, and then all of a sudden, Faith Hill song, uh, Kiss Me, plays. I mean, we're in 98. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, so jarring, too. It's loud, and it's right when, like, the, um, I guess the opening, it was, like, just that loud guitar sound. Mary, can you give us a few notes? Uh, I just know the, uh, the lyrics. Oh, yeah, uh, go for it. Okay. Please sing them. This kiss, this kiss. And mm. yeah, that mm-hmm. song. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, it's the way. Yes. Did you like how I then went into the guitar thing? Yes, yes. Um, so she's getting up and the song is playing really loudly and she's running into town. Mm-hmm. And ooh, then she ooh. 
and then yeah. the fruit guy yeah. kind of like yeah. drops everything and turns around, and then they she jumps into his arms, mm-hmm. a complete stranger, yeah, and makes out with him in the middle of the street. Oh, and the cameras are swirling. The with the magical wind is magicking, and like the music is just swelling. Yeah. and you're like, is this the end of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's not. <laughs> there, you, you still have an hour and a half left. Yes. Because that was in the first 15 minutes. Yes. Yeah, it was exact. It was in the first 15 minutes. I literally, I literally wrote when I thought that I, 18 minutes in, she had lived a full life. Yes. Yeah, because... It cuts to um like and again another voiceover where she's writing a letter to Gilly yeah. and describing her life. Um, she's on her third anniversary with mm-hmm. uh fruit guy and we don't know his name. Um, I, I think it's Michael. Like they say it after something he, like that. Yeah. Um. So she, she's she third anniversary and they have two kids already. Yeah, that's like I was thinking about that because they're not like one of them is not like a baby. No, so that must have been like, um, what's it called? When, oh, when you're Irish twins. Yes, that means that she was pregnant a lot. Yeah, in their marriage. Within the, yes, majority of the three years she was pregnant. Also, wait. Okay, I'm sorry to derail you, but I have a you got question. Uh, you got two more derailments. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, we have like all this movie left. Um, okay, my question about the three year thing is. Uh-huh. Was that three years since they were married or three years since they were, like, together? together? I think married. And they didn't really say, like, how long their engagement or relationship was before marriage. But she was really into him. Yeah. And because Gilly had never met met him at all. Yeah. She never met any of the kids. Wait. Oh, that's what was confusing. Well, I guess maybe she can't. Anyways. Yes. But, yeah. There's some plot issues. Yes. Oh. In my favorite movie ever. (laughs) I have, well, we almost had her go slipping. for it. Wait, I kind of have a question though, because there's a curse. You have like yes. five derailments. Uh, <laughs> there's a curse, right? Yes. So yes. the so ants is this positing that she wasn't in love? Okay, just you wait. So the ants, um, they Don't were cons- okay. We're not there yet. Okay, um, you'll okay. see okay. it. Yeah, just but like she was in love. This not okay. Like it. Okay. Because 18 minutes in, she jumps on him and swells yeah. and, and wind. But after that. She's writing her letter to Gilly, and she's like, I found the perfect man. And Gilly's writing back, and she's like, I found the perfect man. And then, um... Perfect Nicole And Kidman. then... Yes. And then we kind of, like, fade out of the, um, the voiceover thing about all the different things. We can go back and talk mm-hmm. about Gilly's whole thing, because there's a whole storyline there. Um... But can I go into this part, Mary? Um, just uh, let me get because into Gilly. Getting, the Gilly thing might be. I'm just thinking that's a lot of back and forth. God, yeah, this movie may be the most confusing movie we've done. Oh. It's hard to talk about and not be like, what? <laughs> yeah, you you go, you go. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna say the big thing that happens in the first 18 minutes. That Gilly. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Um, let me let me finish okay. this. Um, so uh, fast forward. Into, like, Sally's perfect life. Like, she's having so much fun with her kids. She's, like, dancing. Like, they their pigtails. Yeah, they're doing the macaroon. No, like, no. the cha-cha. Or, yes. Like, yes. Uh, through their living room, as they do. And also, another question. You have three more derailments. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fruit guy, but they own a house in... Mary, not everywhere's L.A. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the East Coast. New England. Yeah, it was New England on Mary, an island. Mary. 
It was probably family money. <laughs> so when when you say fruit guy, he sells he, fruit. Yeah, just like I don't want them. Our farmers no, no, market. No. This is the least confusing part. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, sure, go ahead. Yes. Sorry. No, what was your question? I'm just saying, like, are we talking like he side like, of the freeway? No, fruit no. Guys? So no, there's no, a farmers, farmers market. market. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So, so yes. he's a farmer. Yes. No, oh, no. He sells fruit. Adam, guy. we don't no see him farm. in an overall. No. So where does he get the fruit? Okay, we don't know. Okay, so he's a grocery we store. We assume there is a fruit yeah. farm somewhere. He's not a grocery store. He works at the farmer's market because he's from the goddamn northeast, and that's all they eat is farmer's market food. There's no such thing as grocery stores there, Adam. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, we've cut to Gilly in her voiceover because she's writing back, and she's at a party and with friends, and she's dancing, and she's having a good old time because she's the opposite of Sally. Um, and she says these lines where she was like, I don't care about these uh, these people because I have two words for you. Jimmy Angelo. Yep. <laughs> because Jimmy Angelo is the quintessential 90s guy as well. He's like greasy long hair. Mm-hmm. He has a weird accent that we can't really pinpoint. Um, Too and, cool for school. Yeah, he's like constantly wearing sunglasses that are like on the edge of his nose. Yeah, that's the right way to wear sunglasses because you can see your eyebrows. <laughs> that's a fact. Mm-hmm. At one point during the party, Gilly like walks around the house and then he comes up behind her and touches her face. Yeah, also, and, and she like knows that it was him, and then he puts on a blindfold yep. on her, which was very questionable. Yeah, you, you have no questions for this perfect movie of yours. Um, well, clearly it was a sex thing. I mean, <laughs> duh. Everything was bathed in a red light. That's how you know that you're gonna you're in a pre-sex scene. Yes, but they never show. They the never sex show the sex scene. Yeah, but you know, he put that blindfold on, and you're like, oh, they about to do it. <laughs> so, um. Cut like, back. This is what Tom Cruise does before we start. <laughs> no, Tom Cruise just takes out his batteries because he's a robot. Yeah. Uh-huh. We don't want the Scientologists to be on our asses. We're a new me. podcast. That's true. Okay. That's true. Okay. Cut out the Scientology bit, Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So we cut back to Sally, and she hears, "This is your your part. This is the one that you want." We cut back. Yes. To Sally in her perfect life, mm-hmm. the life that we all. Secretly want. Mm-hmm. Or not. It's fine. No one really... You are entitled to want whatever you want. Anyways, we cut back and Sally is alone in bed because her she's husband... She's not alone in her bed. Her husband went out to work. No. Oh, no. We cut back and she's like cuddled up in bed with her perfect husband. Blah, 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 blah. And then she hears And then something. she hears it. She hears the beetle. And it's like... That's a perfect rendition, by the way. It doesn't sound like an actual beetle in the movie or anything. I mean, it does. And I was wrong. Um, Okay, so she hears the beetle. She's in bed and she's like, "Mm, no. And then she's like, it'll go away. Mm -hmm. But in the morning, he's going off to work to get money for the family. Yes. And she's like hearing it still. So she's like, what? No. So then she takes a crowbar to her floors and pulls up every single wooden plank so she can find this goddamn beetle and kill it. And so she thinks she found it and then she doesn't. She didn't. And also, we're like intercutting between her plot, like ruining her house and him like wheeling his cart of fruit. And then. So he does have a cart. He has a cart. He has a cute little cart and like cute little, um, he has cute little boxes of fruits. Um, honestly, if he sells all of them, he's going to get maybe like a grand total of like 30 bucks. Anyways, there's not much fruit. (laughs) (laughs) And so then everyone's like, watch out. Insert the guy's name here because I forgot it. And. Michael. Um, he's like, he like turns around and then like. 
the Tour de France, France is like coming through. It's just bicycles everywhere. Yeah. Everyone's just biking. And he's like, whoa! And then the bikes are like zipping past him and he's like twirling around a circle. Not really, I made that part up. And not only that, but like the whole time uh, Sally's uh, like, like seeing it. She's like in yeah. her the middle of her messy house and she like looks into the sky as if she could see what's mm-hmm. happening and she like gasps she's like oh <gasps> okay because all the bikes miss him yes. so she's like oh thank god yeah. everything's okay mm-hmm. and then the beetle beetles again is it a chirp what I think do it was like do? a yeah it's a chirp yeah it's a chirp okay so the beetle chirps that sounds wrong the beetle beetles mm-hmm. and <laughs> starts playing hard days night yeah <laughs> So the beetle does its thing, and once more, and then we cut back to Michael, and there's a horn. It turns, and all we see is the front grill of a white truck, and then there's a crash, and we cut back to Sally, and we see a literal pile of floorboards, but like her, the floor that she's actually on is immaculate, which <laughs> is very confusing to me. Um, and, and also, she knows, and like they also cut back to like a dramatic <gasps> swirling oh, of yeah. fruit and wood everywhere. It's yeah. just so dramatic. Slow motion. Yes. Oh God. So, the pain my heart uh, felt. Listeners, Kaylee was weeping the yeah. whole time she was talking about that scene. I have something else to de- derail us, but I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, gotta save those derailments. Um, so we cut to Sally and the girls walking up to the aunt's house and the voiceover of Sally saying that she's going to be strict on her girls. Like you're not, you're going to have homework, bedtime, etc. And then all of a sudden she stops and like the camera's on her and she says, um, as for you two, she's talking about the ants. My children will never do magic. And then we cut to a wide and the, the ants are like literally a hundred feet away. Like, yeah. we don't know, like, how they could hear her Imagine. say that. Yeah. Oh, God. And then uh, Sally's in bed. She's depressed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because she lost I mean, duh, the love her of her life. So, Adam, for you, clearly she loved this guy. Yes. Okay. Because and also, uh, the witches did, or the ants did, like, give her a magical push towards that guy, too. Yeah. Right, right. So, like, obviously she's pissed because, obviously. Yeah, she found out and then... Yeah. Um, so that's why she's hardened against magic. Yeah, she hates magic. She hates love. She hates everything except for her daughters. And this yes. is the inciting incident of the film, essentially? Um, This is like literally yeah. like 30 minutes in. There's but like there's an argument to be said that there's like five inciting incidents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. there is literally so much exposition that mm-hmm. like weighs the top of the movie. Where. You're going to just see. You're just going to see. Um, it so, has a little bit of everything. Yeah. Which is why I love it. So we cut, like, to Gilly, mm-hmm. who is in bed with Jimmy, who is, like, obsessed with her. Yeah. Like, disgustingly yeah, obsessed. Yeah, he doesn't want to let her pee alone. Yeah. She's she, like, Jimmy. And he's like, I'm just kidding. But we all know he's not. Yeah. And then um, sh- she takes his liquor bottle and drugs him mm-hmm. in the bathroom. With uh, Belladonna, which is something to put people yeah, to sleep. Yeah, puts people to sleep. Um, and like, and then like she dr- like after she drugged him, she drives all night. And this scene, I'm pretty sure, costed like five million dollars. Oh least. yeah, this was a killer scene. She, yeah, she's like driving, and like the day and the scenery is changing mm-hmm. and stuff, and like the lighting is like changing from day to night and stuff. Clearly and, green screened. Yes. A very good green screen for 1998. Yeah, I'm so uh, impressed. And um, and there's music, and she's singing this folksy song 
too. And it was just like a very odd thing. I don't know. I just felt unreal. I think the green screen changed from night to day and definitely sold the weirdness for yeah. me. Um, and the unrealness. I mean, it didn't look real. It looked like she was driving a fake car. Yeah. But it's great. I understood what she was feeling inside. <laughs> she was going to find her sister. So we get to Sally, who's asleep on the bed, and Gilly wakes her up. Um, and they talk all night about men. Uh, yeah. They don't talk about, really talk about Sally's children. I know. Or how sh- they're feeling about their father dying. They were I don't talking they care about- anymore. They were talking. They were talking about their loves of their lives, and it's Gilly with Jimmy Angelo, and then uh, Sally with uh, Michael, I guess, fruit guy. Um, and then I'm saying yes. We got to remember this guy's name. It's Michael. <laughs> it's Michael. Um, the next morning, Gilly leaves. And it's a new day for Sally. She goes into her new store and she's setting up her botanicals, like mm-hmm. er, like health healthy to help people out. Yeah. And the kids are silly outside in the window. Everything's perfect even through loss. And there's two people who are working there and they're injured they're barely introduced. Mm-hmm. And they show up later in the movie. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what their names are. They're just mm-hmm. two workers of Sally's. They're nice friends. So the kids, uh, the two daughters, which we don't find out their names until much later, yet again. Fun fact, one of them is uh, Evan Rachel Wood. Yes. Who is also from my hometown Whoa. of Cary, North Carolina. She is the redhead as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she went to the same uh, elementary school as my sister, but different years because my sister is much younger. Oh. Wow. Well, Good Rachel. for your sister. <laughs> yeah, Leah. Shout out to Leah. <laughs> Going to Cary Elementary. You can cut that out. I'm sorry. So oh, Evan wow. Rachel Wood's character's name is Kylie, as I remember. I liked it because it was really close to my name because no one has my name. Oh, good. But we're close. Uh, your name was Kylie. Fuck you. You're wrong. And then the other daughter's name is Antonia, which she barely gets called that. I only like eked it out. Like I saw it and like I heard somebody say it to her. I've seen this movie seven times and I did not know that. See? Uh, and on, if I'm going to be honest, more than seven times, I just have never counted. And that was off the top of my head. This was Antonia's last film. Whoa. She only, did, she only has three credits on IMDb and not even a picture. Can you look her up? I am looking her up. This is this No, I mean like Google her. Will do. Thank you. Um, I want to make so, sure she's alive. <laughs> so the girls uh, are getting bullied by uh, by the local t- school children, and they do the same thing. The same exact song, which I was like, okay, so we haven't come up with any new lyrics. No. This is just like a cover. Copy yeah. and paste. Yes. Yeah. Well, boring. And so it's a witch, witch, you're a witch. Witch, witch, you're a witch. Um. So uh, Kylie casts a spell on one of the boys. She literally points at him and says, chicken pox. I hope you get mm, chicken pox. Yes. And the mom freaks out. And again, that's like the only way we knew that they knew that they were witches. Like that was like mm-hmm. 30 30 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, they the kids run off. Um, let's see. And then um, cut to the girls, Kylie and Antonia, um, asking the aunt about their grandparents and how that they got cursed and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's just, it's just too much. Why would you tell that to children? They already kind of 
kind of knew. They were yeah. just like, like it's like they had already told the story before too. So I was like, why are you asking again? Did yeah, you forget. Yeah. Ugh. And obviously, uh, Sally's upset. She doesn't want them to talk about it. And then um, she's writing a letter to Gilly about how sad she is and how like there's a hole in her and uh, in her heart. <laughs> and there's a hole in her heart. <laughs> um, and she war- And then all of a sudden, she looks up. And then the moon, there's a ring around it. And so she warns her and says, tonight is it's not great. And be careful. Even though, like, shouldn't the mail be there, like, later? Yeah, I think I forgot this part. Yeah, and, like, happened. the whole time she's at her desk and her a spoon is magically stirring her coffee. Mm-hmm. And I thought she denounced magic. Yeah, I think it was just for her kids. Mm. She didn't want her kids to practice magic. Also, magic in this whole movie is confusing because it was like, how is it cast? How are they doing it? What can they do? Yeah. Like, magic is such a broad concept that yeah. they're just like, you can magic. Yeah. Do it however you want. But they they have limits as well. Yeah, but you never really know what the limits are until they're like, oh, crap, I can't do that. And it's like, <laughs> why not? Um. So, like, as, she, as Sally's putting this letter into the mailbox, she all, all of a sudden... Like, feels like Gilly's calling her. And so, on the phone, the phone rings. And Sally runs in and the ants are, like, coming. And she's like, I know, I know. Gilly's on the phone. So, she picks up. Gilly's a wreck. She's like, come and pick me up. And then, so, um, Sally runs off to go save her. And the the two uh, daughters are with the ants. And they go off to a festival or something. A moon festival. Yeah, they're going to go dance naked in the woods. Yes. Um, And so, Sally... Gets to this dirty motel, finds us uh, Gilly, and Gilly is like beat up. She is horrifying looking. Yeah. Um, it's and, another horror film yeah, aspect yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Or it's a drama. No. Yes. There's witchcraft. You can be a. You can be dramatic witches. Oh it's a drama God. because it's her boyfriend who beat her up. That's horrifying. That's horrifying, Kaylee. Jesus. It's dramatic. Okay, we're going to move on. Um, I'm just so, saying a lot of dramas have, like, abuse in them. It's just true. Uh, so uh, Sally's, like, dragging Gilly out with her stuff and, like, getting trying to get her into the taxi. And then all of a sudden she looks up in the moon. Again, the moon. And there's blood They're on witches, the moon. Mary. They're connected to the moon and each other through blood. Okay. There's blood on the moon, and she freaks out. Gilly has to find her tiger's eye, which I, I guess is a pendant. They never really established that that was needed. In yeah, any way. yeah. That she was just like they were just like I need a reason for her to want to go back inside. Yeah. So she goes back into like she finds it in her car or uh, uh, Jimmy and Ante- Angela, you know, or Angelo's car, and then he is actually in the back and grabs her and pulls her into the back seat, and then with a gun and she's like holding him. Holding her hostage, another scary thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, Sally's trying to uh, like trying to get Gilly to go, but then uh, she sees him, and then she he forces her to drive mm-hmm. to no, we don't know where. <laughs> he mm-hmm. just wants her to drive, and he's like singing, he's like being a creep basically the mm-hmm. whole time, and then magically another magic trope. Yes, this was a weird thing where um, Gilly like in a like in a vision or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Tells uh Sally that there's Belladonna in her purse and to sneak it into Jimmy somehow. Yeah, but like it's like 
It's like Sally looks into the rearview mirror and they make her and Gilly make intense eye contact. And then all of a sudden you're in a little magical moment where Gilly is talking to Sally through the rearview mirror. But Jimmy is busy singing his drunk ass song. Yeah. But also it's magic, so none of that's really happening. It's all in Sally's head. Yes. Um, and so, you didn't follow that, Adam? No, I follow that. It just makes sense. Why would they write letters to each other if they can just do that? You yeah. bring up a great point because the movie's perfect. That's why. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and so um, so we get like um, he is trying to brand Gilly yep. at this point, And then with his ring. Sally freaks out, like smacks him away and grabs the bottle from him. And that was like kind a of true a true clutch move, yeah. by the way. And like she takes the bottle, she takes a swig, tequila. I think it's tequila. It looks like rum. I thought it was like uh, scotch. Okay. We'll get to the reason why we're all confused about this alcohol. Yeah. Um, and then she pours the belladonna, all of it inside. All of it. And then he's like swigging, drinking, drinking. And then at one point they stop and like he's peeing and singing at the same time. This one song, I can't remember exactly what it is. It's important though. Um, Everything's and, important in this and movie. He, he's like holding keys and swinging it, obviously. Ugh, a true douchebag. And then like he gets, they're like, oh, like he should be passed out by now, blah, blah, blah. I'm and then, give him enough. Yeah. And then so they get back into the car and then he pounces on Gilly mm-hmm. and like freaks the fuck out and is choking her. Yeah. And then he dies. Yeah. And I was like, that's just kick his body out of the into the road. But instead, they drive all the way back to the house. Yes. Where the ants live and they live and the daughters live. And, and drag they, his body in. Because they're like, hey, we gotta make this guy come back to life. We can't have killed him. Yes. So They drag him into the kitchen and they do a magic spell and he comes back to life and immediately tries to kill Gilly again. And propose to her. And propose to her at the same time. So what do they do? They kill him again. (laughs) (laughs) And this is literally... 40 pretty early on in. the movie. Yeah. yeah. And we got another hour. Yes. We got another hour uh, yeah. in this movie, people. Yeah. And so uh, it's like 40 minutes of exposition. This should have been happening at the inciting incident. It should have been an inciting incident. That. Really? Yeah. So you're saying, okay. The- no, it should have been moved up and that would have been the horror part. No. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, For yeah, your pitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For my pitch, it's make this farther along in the movie. And then want. add another two hours. <laughs> so when you say further along, you're saying at hour two and a half is what you're this should have been it at, at Adam, don't be ridiculous. I wanted at I wanted at a solid hour and fifteen. Okay. Okay. Because we have more movie to get to. Yes. Um, so the next morning or after so that they, they bury, bury him, him in the rain. Yeah. In the in the yard, yes. obviously. Um, and and then the next morning, the children come home. It's all gleeful. They're like, oh, we dance in the forest. Wah, yeah. Wah. Um, and the ants see Gilly after years, months. We don't know how how long. No, it was like the next day. No, I know, but like they haven't seen the ants haven't seen Gilly, oh, Gilly. for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Sorry. And right. she has like a bruise on her face because she's been beat up. And mm-hmm. then, um. Children are so excited about Gilly, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, let's see. And um, so, smash cut to Sally in her job. Wait, you're forgetting a huge thing. What? That's when the, this is when the roses thing happens. Oh, yes. So, yeah. 
the kids all get back and they're in the kitchen. Everyone's in the kitchen. They're like, oh, Gilly, you're back. We love you. We miss you. Blah, blah, blah. And the eldest daughter is sitting at the window and she's like staring, staring. And, and we don't I don't think at first we don't see it. At yet. first we don't see it. Um, And then um, so we cut to wait. What? Sally is like, what are you looking at? And she's like, do you see that man? Yeah. And Sally's like, no, I don't see anything. What are you talking about? And she's like, that man over there. And there is a rose bush. A that- rose bush that's been formed overnight. And the girls can see a man, but none of the adults can. Yes. What? Another horror thing. That's true. Yeah. And so then, I don't know when the, I don't know where you're going. Okay, so we get cut to Sally at the shop because she's pissed because she has to do this, like, PTA stuff. And she goes uh, goes to the school, um, and then, and, like, everybody hates her, obviously, because they're still into the anti-witch stuff. And then um, Gilly shows up, and she's, like, protect. She is so cool. Yeah, she was, like. Watch your husband, ladies, because I'm back. And then she goes, whoa, slaps her pelvis, does a little, like, dance. A little, like, hula dance for a minute, and then, like, slaps it again and then sits down. Yes. It's not hot. This is the woman that was almost killed by her her boyfriend the night before. Yes. Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Um, and then so they like um a girl, a woman like whispers and says, That's Gilly who slept with the coach. And then she gets slapped, magically slapped. And then um all of a sudden and the sister uh, Sally and Gilly as uh, Sally at first was did not like that, but then started laughing because it was funny. <laughs> And then, um, then, so there's this, like, phone tree thing. I don't remember. I don't know this. So basically what happened was, um, before this happened, uh, uh, Gilly, for some reason, couldn't figure out why Sally was so upset. Um, and it turns out that Sally was really upset because she wasn't part of the phone tree at the local, um, elementary school. Obviously. Mm -hmm. She has a ton of shit she's dealing with, but what she's upset about is the PTA phone tree. It's the equivalent to an... To a group chat now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. And, like, each parent has to, like, call the other parent if, like, something's up with the kids. And she yeah. was not on it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she got voted to be at the top of the phone tree. But she wasn't really voted. Instead, it was Gilly wrote her name magically on top of all the phone trees. And instead of erasing it because it was written in pencil, they were like, oh, I guess it's Sally who's on the top of the phone tree. Yes. And then everything's better. But is it? And then we cut to Sally uh, awakened by uh, the ants making midnight margaritas. And the four ladies, single ladies, start Mm -hmm. dancing around the kitchen drinking. And then getting wilder and wilder. Yeah. Like, to the point where they start saying, like, very rude, mean stuff to each other. The camera work is crazy. (laughs) It shows real party fever <laughs> and then so uh they uh sally and gilly starts realizing because the Something's ants up the ants start singing jimmy's song yeah. callback right there. So the song they're singing the same song he sang when he died. um and then uh oh i'm just saying he was when he was spinning circle. the keys. yeah, yeah, yeah. oh that. yeah yes. uh exactly um and, and they're then, like <gasps> Where, Where did you get this? Yeah, and then they they sing. It was left on the porch, and so I was like, 
again, this alcohol, like you thought it was whiskey. Mm-hmm. I thought it was rum because of the color of it. But it but turns it out it was tequila. Or uh, they were making shitty margaritas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't um, know. But yeah, because but then they smashed the bottle open. Mm. And like in the sink, and yeah. all the fun is gone. Yeah, and then the ants are like, "What? What's up? What's up?" They won't say it's a at night when they're sleeping. The ants steal away into the night because they want them to learn their lesson. Also, they give their kids the kids rope to wear around their necks, so that which is safe. Maria's rope, the ancestors' rope. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and then so. Um, the next morning, Sally's trying to chop down the um, rose bushes, and then a cop shows up mm-hmm. and questions them about where Jimmy is. Mm-hmm. You know what? I just realized that we forgot a very major part. What? Um, back when they like first, when the girls first saw the um, the man outside, they went outside and saw his shoes peeking up from under the ground, like he was yes. rising. Yes. Yeah. Too. And then uh, when they asked. Again, it is a horrifying film if you really talk about it. Yeah. But isn't it a love story? Oh, God. With who? Just I've, you all wait. The, all the men are dead. No. <laughs> we haven't met everyone in this movie yet. About like an hour in, we meet the pa- night the pancake, cop. Pancake yeah. guy. Yes. But we don't know that yet, Adam. Jesus. Yeah, you are uh, jumping He's ahead. A cop. Um, He's not from around here. So um, the shoes sink down. And then as Sally's, like, chopping down the rose bushes, the cop shows up. And he's quite, like, again, we don't know really know his name. They were like, he's like, I'm officer whatever. And then uh, we find out later his name is Gary. And he, Hot. um, Hot and name. there's, like, and Sally's freaking out, obviously, because they murdered yeah, a and man. Yeah, like, oh, my God. And then um, Gilly's, like, trying to tell her to he's calm like, down. Got this covered. Yeah. And then Sally's just like downstairs in the kitchen. And then Gilly comes down and flirts with the cop like yeah. hardcore. Like she talks about how, but she's like talking about Jimmy as an ex who beat her. Yeah. Which is true. And the cop should have been like, oh, do you want to write a report about this? He did not act like a cop at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is clearly a battered woman as mm-hmm. well. And so, um, and then but he all- was like, don't advance on me. Yeah. It was very strange, his reaction to Sa- or, uh, to Gilly saying that she was hit. Yeah. Um, and then she talk- he talks about— It was about- the 90s. <laughs> and also, I mean, yeah. there was a reason why that cop was looking for Jimmy. It was because he Jimmy had murdered a woman. Yeah. And so a young girl she was branded, branded with that damn ring— Yeah. There's a lot of, like, there's plot holes, but they're fixed fast. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, uh, and, oh. Okay, so basically what happens then Mm -hmm. is that, so he arrives, and then we have, like, a semi-montage of him learning about the sisters. And the Owen women. Yeah, the Owen women, specifically Sally. And he's, like, following her around. Mm -hmm. And this seems... To me, to like it takes up several weeks at yeah. least in my mind, um, but eventually Sally gets sick of it. Yeah, and she's like, oh, "What?" Is she? She's she like, was like, she "Am like, I burst- under investigation?" Yeah. Mm. Which is true. Like she, she yeah. has a right yeah. to know. Yeah. She has children. Yeah, because he's basically harassing her at this point. Uh, uh, and then she like at this point, and then he 
comes on to her and like tells her, I'll come over tomorrow morning. And then he's like, it's a date. And I was like, this is highly, highly irresponsible as a cop. Because she's like witness number one. Yeah. For a missing person who murdered a woman. Um, so like Gilly is like freaking out. She gets the kids to brew something to keep yeah. the cop away. And it was syrup. And it's, she's like, Gilly's like brought them him. She's like, he's going to come over for breakfast. It's going to be good. We're going to get rid of him. Yeah. And she's like making a potion with yeah. the kids. And then I don't like, think he's going to kill him. And then Kill- I don't think so. Kylie, the, yeah. the oldest daughter, like finds Conveniently mo- finds. Yes. Her mom's diary with the impossible man spell who, and then she real like, as the breakfast is going on, Okay, because uh, uh, the cop shows up and he starts flipping his pancakes. Yeah, he, he can make pancakes real fucking well. Yeah, and then like during Ooh. the course of the breakfast, yeah. he mm-hmm. they ask him if he could ride a horse backwards, and he has the best answer ever. And not only that, but they find his badge, which is guess what, a star. <gasps> so they yeah. realize he's the impossible man. Yeah, because he can ride a horse frontwards, backwards, any which way. Yes. <laughs> And then uh, Gary is hot, <laughs> so hot. And there is just hot, hot, so Gary. much. And his eyes, oh boy, different so, colors. So they Hemochromium. like chromium. They, but the thing we is, we get that, it. Okay, you know shit. <laughs> the thing is, so Gilly brings out the syrup, mm-hmm. and the girls are like, "No, no!" They take it and run and pour it into the ocean. But those poor fish. Yeah. And then uh, the kid, this is fun and games. And then a frog shows up mm-hmm. and pukes out the ring that Jimmy was going to brand mm-hmm. Gilly with. And then Gilly's like, oh, that's my ring. And yeah. then, um, and then uh, Gary is like, he's like, I knew something was up here. Yeah. And then he storms away. Yeah. He freaks out and storms he's away. He's like, you better get yourself a good lawyer, miss. Yeah. And then, okay. So um, Sally runs after the cop. Mm-hmm. It was like I don't want to. Co- I don't want a lawyer. I'm gonna tell you everything. Yeah. And so she, they sit down in his motel. Yes. And he, she's like, he like is Jimmy dead? And then she said, I think he's a spirit. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, <laughs> it was just like such weird questions yeah. and answers. And then all of a sudden, like she. Like this hotness between yeah. them, like this bubbles to the surface. Yeah, and then they make out. They start going hard. Like he slams her into the wall in like a hot way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then they make out, and they get on the bed, and then she looks into his eyes and realizes that one is blue mm-hmm. and one is green, which <gasps> didn't look that blue and green no, to didn't. me. <laughs> um, and then she runs away. And then he goes, I was born with them, with his eyes, because he thought his eyes scared her away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, she's, it's just insanity, like what she, what's happening with this whole investigation. And then, and then she leaves crying. And then she, uh, like, okay, so she's like staring out into the vast expanse of this island. And then she spectrally hears crying. Mm-hmm. It's her children. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, Gilly cries out yes. to her. And then she runs back. And in the house, in uh, the top floor or whatever, um, Gilly's on the bed writhing. In like an attic we've never seen before. Yes. And all of a sudden, like as Sally's staring, out of nowhere, cop Gary comes out 
guns a blazing mm-hmm. on the top floor of this house. Yeah. Like, how did he, he get barged in? in? Yeah, he just barged in with no warrant or anything. Oh, rude. And then she, like, um, he's, like, watching, like, Sal or Gilly, like, writhing in pain. And then all of a sudden, a ghost Jimmy comes out of Gilly. Of Gilly. Because she was possessed. Of course. And recognizes the cop mm-hmm. and talks to him. And they do this, like, kind of stare-off, circular, circular stare-off. Okay. And then all of a sudden, the like, um, Sally goes to Gilly. And then the the ghost g- goes into the cop's chest and starts grabbing at his heart. Yes. And then he goes, ah, ah. His hands all burned mm-hmm. because it turns out. It was the star, mm-hmm. the sh- cop star badge that burned his hand, mm-hmm. and he leaves, and he, like, poof, goes away. Obviously. And then, clearly, Gary's freaking out. Yeah. And then Sally's, like, telling, confessing the murder and, like, how she had to murder him twice. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, tells him about, like, and then they, she realized, and then all of a sudden the conversation changes to how they love each other. Yeah, they do. They fall in love. They do fall in love. In the whole thick of things. Like, but um, Sally, like, confesses that she casted a spell technically mm-hmm. on him as a child. Yeah, she's like, I don't know if you'll be with me because I made you up. And I don't know if, and you won't know if I'll be with you because... I'm trying to get away with murder. Yeah. I believe were the exact words. <laughs> well done. Thank you. He, I remember it. He And then he, like, before he leaves, he says, I wish for you too, basically. Yeah. Um, and then Sally goes in. She discovers that Gilly is still possessed because mm-hmm. he's, like, she's being a creep towards mm-hmm. her. So what does she do? And she, like, knocks her out. Yes. Yes. And then what did she do? And then the ants show up? What? Oh, never mind. I thought we were going to get to the next part. No. The ants show up in the nick of time. They tie the possessed body up into a uh, mm-hmm. easy chair. Yeah. And then Looks they... Looks real comfy. And then this is... I think this <gasps> and is... And then what did she do? She uses the phone tree <laughs> because they need a coven of women and they need a good group of ladies to get this get rid of this man. So all of a sudden all these women who hated yeah. hated the hated, Owen hated, women hated, hated. show up they're like in caravans. Mm-hmm. And yeah, caravans. They are busting. And it's like this happy go lucky thing, but the weird thing is that once they actually go and see the possessed body of Gilly, it is freaky. Yeah. Like, it is scary. Like, Gilly's on the floor, and there's, like, um, a circle of brooms, mm-hmm. and sh- Gilly's, like, writhing, and she's, like, just, like, disgusting. She's sweating, and, like, really gross. And they start chanting over her, and she's in pain, clearly. Yeah. And then, so Sally's obviously on the floor outside of the yeah, uh, brooms. And like, still like telling her, you gotta survive this. And yeah. Gilly's begging to die. Yeah, Gilly's literally like, let me die. <laughs> and Sally's like, no, because <laughs> we're gonna die together. Because yeah. oh. oh yeah, by the way, they're gonna die of old age together yeah, with yeah. like fifteen cats. They already agreed this when they did blood oath. Gotcha, okay, gotcha. so um, 
At this point, like, Sally figures something out. So she runs and grabs the tequila bottle, as we have established, and starts, like, getting, uh, possessed Gilly to get, like, try to go for the Mm -hmm. bottle. And as she's going for it, all the women pounce on her and hold her down, wrestle her down, and then, so Sally grabs Gilly's hand and slices into it and then she slices something er, into her hand and then they say your blood my blood our blood and that breaks the curse yeah and then he poofs into dust and then what do all the women do they're like we need to get him out of the house and so they take their brooms and they sweep him out of the house that is literally a scene from it's just like a bunch of women just like furiously brushing at a wooden floor jesus christ and then, so, it ends on a happy note. Uh, it's a because, love story. Because, um, because Maria's curse has been broken mm-hmm. for some reason. It we don't been. know exactly how or why. Because they didn't really establish how or why to break this, uh, this curse that has been tormenting the Owens women for well over 200 years. Mm-hmm. Um... Are the ants happy at all? Do they do they talk to them? Not really. They just like for the beginning is where like it's a bunch of them talking because they're the wise women right. who are like oh, explaining right. everything. And then near the end, they're like just ancillary characters. Yeah, we don't need them anymore. Um, and then so Sally is um like she's just forlorn. She doesn't know what to do with uh with uh cop gary no and then um gilly just says you know i just go for it (laughs) yeah and then um so they get a letter from arizona that's where uh the cop is from where they announce that jimmy's death was ruled an accident and they get jimmy's ring back (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. the thing that caused her to be possessed yes okay cool um and then uh, I was like, I wrote down, Gary faked the death? Or like, faked? Gary's like, got some connections. Yeah. Oh, God. And uses them for love. Um, so, uh, like, Sally basically call, quote unquote, calls out for Gary. And then he shows up. There's it's this whole, love. a whole thing where they like run into each other's arms. Oh, yeah. Nice. Makes out hardcore in front of everybody. <laughs> that way they can all see love. And then at the end, it closes out on Halloween where the Owens wi- uh, Owens women, all of them, are dressed in witches, mm-hmm. stereotypical witches clothing. Mm-hmm. And they have an umbrella and the whole township is like watching. Mm-hmm. And the women just jump off. And float to the ground. Which is a callback because she told um she told Gary that that's what she did as a witch. Yes. Uh and that is the end of practical magic. That's so the you, end? So yes. as you can see, wow. a near perfect film. <laughs> full of callbacks and yeah. twists and turns. Oh god. All everything that was dropped was eventually picked up. Yes. All the threads. Uh-huh. <laughs> Neatly tied in a way that's satisfactory. <laughs> It definitely sounds like a book. Yes, it, it definitely is. Sounds, yeah. That's what I mean. It sounds like an adaptation that just couldn't, they try to squeeze everything it, in. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They wanted to say true to the to the source material. Yes, all $75 million worth of it. 
God. Does uh, it seem like $75 million after watching it? It does not. I was they shocked. have star power. <laughs> Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Star freaking power. Stalker Channing. Yes. Right. So. Well, th- now I'll ask on your pitch. You said two more hours. Mm-hmm. Where would we go from there? Okay. So here's what I want. I want a little more of everything. Because, like, we didn't get enough of him, like, falling in love with her. And, like, I want that. But also I want, like, a little more about that first marriage, too, where they're falling in love. Also, what I want is another murder mystery. (laughs) There's got to be more deaths in the family. And then I want to see the kids and how they do with their new stepdad. Oh. And then I want to see the stepdad have to solve a murder mystery that the kids do because he's a new dad and has to prove to them that he's on their side. You're describing a television show. This is a serial. Those are different episodes of a television show. Yes. Adam, this whole movie is each a different episode (laughs) of four different TV shows. (laughs) Very true. Okay, let's take a break. Can love travel back in time and heal a broken heart? Was it our joined hands that finally lifted Maria's curse? I'd like to think so. There's some things, though, I know for certain. Always throw spilled salt over your left shoulder. Keep rosemary by your garden gate. Plant lavender for luck. And fall in love whenever you can. And we're back. That was a nice break. <laughs> um, so at this point, we do our trailers based on our pitches from okay. this film. And um, you're the guest. You could go first unless you want me to go first if you're too scared. Wow. Is that a challenge, Mary? <laughs> you go first. Okay. <laughs> you were scared. I'm a little scared. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> In a world where there are two evil bitches that are witches at the same time and they're running amok throughout the greater state of Massachusetts but also an island. I forgot that they were on an island. And they murder uh, as revenge for a scorned lover. And they have to deal with his possession and horror pursues. This is practical magic. That's my trailer. Nice. Okay. In a world where practical magic is just under three hours, we'll see love flourish. We'll see a man who falls into a loving relationship with a woman who accidentally murdered her sister's boyfriend. And we'll see him just trying to really get to know her family in those extra two hours. And maybe maybe another murder will happen in those extra two hours. And maybe he'll make more pancakes. And maybe he'll look at the stars with her daughters and her and they'll fall in love all over again. And maybe they'll get off that island and go on a romantic honeymoon where someone will die from magic and he'll make it an exit all over again. This is practical magic. Let love flourish. <laughs> that was so. Maybe I would invest three hours of my life. I oh, thank you. <laughs> 
Anyways, thank you, Kaylee. You're welcome. Do you have anything to plug? Like social media? Um, My Instagram handle is my name. It's at Kaylee Follett, yes. which is spelled in an unconventional way, <laughs> thanks to my mother. Um, It's spelled C-A-I-L-E-Y Follett. F-O-L-L-E-T. One T, not two T. Okay. Um, also gonna do a little plug for something that's gonna happen but hasn't happened yet, oh. but should happen soon. Look out for some Zardulu sketches. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Oh, Adam wrote them. <laughs> yes, producer Adam and Kaylee are both on a team and they do comedy together. Yes. That's why there's just this crazy back and forth between us. <laughs> where I am terribly terrified of her. Yes. Everyone's scared of me. <laughs> Um, so, uh, follow me at Mar- Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Mary got her name wrong. At Mary H-B-N-G-U-Y-E-N. That's Mary H-B Win at all, like, Twitter, Instagram. And then you follow In A World Podcast on both, on all three mediums. Facebook, Instagram, and, uh, Twitter. Anyways, till next time. Thanks. What about Adam? Oh. I'm just a producer. No, don't, don't. Yeah. What just, about you Adam? can get that. You can get that end. <laughs> what about Adam? So, what about Adam? We end it here. <laughs> In a world. In a world podcast.